0: Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Learn English with Tess. So do you ever wonder why native speakers sound so fluent? They seem to speak so fast and so natural. What's their secret? Well, it's actually very simple because the secret is connected speech. Connected speech makes you sound less robotic and more natural and fluent. And in this episode, I'm going to explain how you can use connected speech to sound more fluent and more natural. The thing is, when you just uh, start to learn English and you start to speak English, then you tend to pronounce every word separately. But connected speech is, speech is actually spoken language in a continuous sequence, like you would in normal conversation you'll probably have something similar to it in your own native language. So there's usually a significant difference between the way words are pronounced in isolation and the way they are pronounced in the context of connected speech. In connected speech, words get meshed up together when pronounced, and sounds are linked and words are contracted. For example, if you listen to what I'm saying then you will hear that I'm not pronouncing every word separately, but what I do is my sentences become sort of units. For example, what I do is. I don't say what I do is, because it makes you sound robotic and unnatural. No, I'm saying what I do is. So what you can hear is that um, the sentences I'm using... um, consists of chunks, so different units. Um, so different words in one sentence, I'm pronouncing all of them together like it's one unit. So I'm going to explain how you can do that. And there are actually four ways I want to explain uh, how you can use connected speech. And I'll give examples too, so you can hear the difference. I want to start with catenation or linking. This actually happens when the consonant sound of one word is connected to the vowel sound of the next word. For example, the words an orange. An orange. You can say, Can I have an orange? But you can also say, Can I have an orange? Can you hear the difference? Can I have an orange? Or Can I have an orange? I think you can hear the difference, right? So you don't you don't pronounce an and orange separately, but you make it one sound. So the vowel sound, an, n, from the first word, uh, or the consonant sound, sorry, and the vowel sound of the next word, orange, an orange. You can also use it for example, it isn't, it isn't. It isn't. Or it isn't. It depends on... Um, if, if you pronounce it as one word, it isn't, then the consonant becomes one with the vowel e that comes after it. It isn't. So they get linked together. So listen to the difference in these sentences. Can I have an apple or can I have an apple? Um, and I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to pick it up. As you can hear, there's a big difference And the second sentence uh, both times just flows a little bit more, sounds more natural and more fluent. Because if you pronounce all the words of a sentence separately, then you will sound more robotic. So let's go to the next one, um, and that is elision. And elision actually happens when the last sound of a word disappears. And this is often the case with the T and D sounds. For example, the words next door. A native speaker never says next door. No, they say next door. Or most common. Most common. Or I must go. Usually native speakers say I must go. So as you can hear the T and the D sounds from next and most and must they disappear. So it becomes one sound, next door, most common, and must go. So that's elision, and it usually happens with the t's and the D. There's also something called assimilation. And assimilation occurs when two sounds come together and they form a new sound. So if you have the phrase nice to meet you, it actually becomes nice to meet you. And as you can hear, meet you. Ch. So the meet and you becomes the so the t and the j from you becomes ch sound. So meet you. Would you mind? Would you mind? Would you mind? And did you? Did you? So as you can hear, those two phonemes um, sounds come together, and they form their own new sound. Then there's also another one, uh, the last one, and that's intrusion. And intrusion happens when there are two vowel sounds, and because you have those two vowel sounds, another sound intrudes in between those vowel sounds to make it flow better. And these words are usually j. The and her. are <laughs> Sound like a pirate, sorry. For example, um, they all went to the party or they all went to the party. Can you hear the difference? They all or they all. The j becomes the intruding sound in between a and all, they and all. Um, it becomes easier to pronounce and it sounds more natural. Um, listen to these examples, I go out, I go out, do it, do it, there is, there is, go on, go on, and uh, I agree, I agree. So as you can hear, I go out, do it, there is, go on, and I I agree. You can hear that there are sounds. And they're put in between the two vowel sounds every time. Just to, to make pronunciation of these sounds easier. So this was actually it. Um, it was a pretty short podcast. But I really hope that you, uh, you've learned something. You know how connected speech works. And um, I know that in the beginning it can be a bit difficult if you want to use connected speak, speech consciously, and um, have to think about it, okay, vowel sounds, consonant sounds. So I can imagine uh, it being difficult in the beginning, but if you uh, if you get used to it and used to, you know, really applying how connected speech works, then um, it will become second nature, and then you will notice that you will be doing it automatically. Um, This is the same. I talk about this often, about muscle memory and about things becoming automatic. And this is one of the things that will really, really get into your muscle memory and it will really become an automatic thing. So if you really think about it consciously in the beginning and you will notice that later on, the more you use it, um, the more it will become something you just do without really thinking about it. And it's important to do it because it really makes you sound less robotic and more natural and more like a native speaker. So it's something to really, really think about. If you want want more information or more tips on how to become a more confident and fluent English speaker, um, go to my Instagram. I'll put the link to my Instagram account in the description so you can click on it and... um, maybe you can follow me on Instagram to get even more tips because I uh, share a lot of tips on my Instagram account. So I was going to do a masterclass tonight. um, But unfortunately, COVID has hit my household as well. So I have to cancel that masterclass. But fortunately, I do have a recording of a previous masterclass. And if you want that one, you can just... um, Sign up for it. So it will be sent straight to your inbox. I will put the link to uh, get the masterclass to your inbox in the description as well. So if you click on that, then you can enter your email and your name and you will get an email with the link to the masterclass straight in your inbox. So thanks for listening.